Are you ready, Flyer fans? It's the Anthony Grant Show. And Dayton has won! Dayton has won! All right, champion! Nailed it! Nailed it! It's the shot clock! Got it! Presented by Bud Light and live from Frickers on Woodman Drive in Dayton. Tonight's show is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. United Way, view our 365 days of impact. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome everyone to Frickers here on Woodman Drive. Welcome to another edition of the Anthony Grant Show here on the home of the Flyers. As Dayton is back home this week with a pair of games coming up on Wednesday night against Tennessee Tech and then also coming up uh, on Saturday against Penn. Uh, A tough week last week with a pair of games, one home, one on the road against SEC teams, a loss at home to an Auburn team, and then the heartbreaking loss just last night. Uh, falling at uh, Mississippi State, uh, 61-59. to and, and we'll get into a lot about both of those games, Coach, but um, obviously the thing that is, is so vivid in people's minds is, uh, first of all, feeling good about the comeback your team made after being down 21 in the second half and then feeling the pain of a, of a loss literally in the final second. Yeah, you know, it's always difficult when it comes down to one possession and you feel like you, you have an opportunity, obviously, the way the game ended. Uh, you know, it, it's tough to, tough to take a loss like that, but at the same time, uh, I thought we got better as a team in the second half. You know, uh, for, the, for the last two games, the thing that's really plagued our team have been the turnovers, uh, that and the fouls, you know. So we've just got to uh, continue to, to, to try to focus on how we get better as a team. And, and obviously the, the easy answer is take care of the basketball, give yourself a chance to, to get shots on goal. But uh, I thought some things that we did defensively in the second half, I think we can build on. I thought in the second half offensively we were able to get into a flow a little bit. And, um, you know, there's just some things you and I talked off the air uh, that we've got we've to find a way to stop digging holes for ourselves at different points, whether it's to start the games, Late in the first half, uh, middle of the second half, we, 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 we dig holes for ourselves that, unfortunately for us, we haven't been able to climb out of. I think the last two games have both been situations where uh, when we go back and look at the film, we look at things that uh, really are on us, have very little to do with our opponent and totally on us. Uh, and, uh, you know, this early in the season is stuff that we can learn from and, and hopefully make us better. And uh, if we've got to go through that uh, this time of year, uh, then we have to do that and we have to use it to get better. You make a real good point because I think uh, it would be an easy uh, jump on people's parts to say, okay, now turnovers were a problem against Auburn, turnovers were a problem against Mississippi State. The two best opponents you faced uh, coming out of a Power Five conference, that's the reason why. But no, you bring up a very good point. When I look at it just anecdotally, and I've not dissected it on film like you have, Dayton's turnovers are offensive fouls, moving screens, traveling violations. Uh, it's not the, the cross-court pass that gets intercepted and ends right. up being a dunk at the other end. Yeah, and, and we, we talked off air, all turnovers aren't created equal, right? So uh, some of the turnovers are of the variety where you look at it and, you, and it's a mental breakdown where we, we make an errant pass or we, we try to force offense. We do some things that... Uh, aren't in our either in our skill set or out of character for our roles. Uh, but then there's also some where we just need to do our job a little bit better, whether it's setting up a screen a little bit better, setting a screen a little bit better, uh, just getting better decision-making uh, at the end of some of our actions. So uh, give our opponents credit. They, they also have something to do with that in terms of the way they're defending us and the different looks that we're getting. But I think a lot of the stuff is things that when we go back and look on film, uh, we learn from, and uh, I think it can help us get better as we move forward. You know, you mentioned uh, some of the things are, are, are things you're not doing right, and, and I, you know, we're going to, I think every week when we get together like this, we're going to talk about young guys yeah. doing young things, 
And, and, and we see that. We see some really talented freshmen. I mean, gosh, Jalen Crutcher, we're going to talk a lot about all the great things he's done uh, this past week. But occasionally I'll still see a high school pass where he just makes that little lazy drop-off pass that, that can be deflected. Uh, and then on the receiving end, uh, Jordan Pierce you know, gets in the game and posts up, passes, comes his way, and he just waits for the ball to get to him. Yeah. You know, what you do in high school. You can't do that in yeah, college, yeah. and lo and behold, it gets, uh, it gets picked off. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. You know, we have a lot of youth, and, uh, you know, those guys are getting used to, to what it takes to have success in college basketball. And the other part of it is getting used to playing with different combinations of guys on the floor. And certain, certain combinations you have on the floor, the defense is going to play a certain way, and then you put a different guy or a different group of guys on the floor together, and the defense adjusts. So, you know, if you're on the bench, you've got to be able to make that, un that adjustment mentally to understand what's going to take place, you know, when you come in the game. That the tempo may change based on either uh, the shooters, uh, how much you can stretch the defense, or the size you have, how much the defense has to collapse on the, on the perimeter, and the decisions you make from there, they kind of, you know, they, they kind of dictate who's on the floor. So... Our guys are learning all that, the, the nuances of, of uh, college basketball, the nuances of the speed and tempo of the game. And, uh, you know, I, I think, again, I always look at it as are we getting better as a team? That's what I always evaluate. And then what can we do to help us uh, continue to grow and improve? What changes can we make as coaches to help them? What things do we need to work on to get better uh, so we can become the best version of ourselves. And I, I really feel this way. I think our guys are really locked in to uh, what myself and our staff are trying to tell them we need to do to continue to get better and grow as a team. And, uh, you know, these are some tough growing pains, especially when you, you, you drop a game like the one at Mississippi, Mississippi State, which I felt was a very winnable game, especially the way it, the way it ended for us with the last possession. But at the same time, uh, as disappointed as we are to, to, to not get the result we want, it didn't come down to the last possession. There were several things that happened over the course of the game, and we always talk about this. We wouldn't accept in winning what we wouldn't accept in defeat. So at the end of the day, it's all about getting better and becoming the best version of ourselves, and I think we're making progress toward that. That being said, is there some value, big picture, in, in this team evolving into what you and they want it to be to have the, the something be that close and to have it taken away from them to almost be able to taste that win and then it's gone yeah I I, I believe that I think uh, you know it's like growing up you know you're you're on the park you're playing sometimes you have to get some scars you have to go through some things you have to have some some disappointments uh, you have to be willing to put everything out there and fail uh, you know, Michael Jordan had a commercial a few years ago where he said, uh, you know, I've, I've missed the game-winning shot, whatever, you know, 84 times, and I've, I've, I've failed over and over again, and that is why I succeed, because you always have to be willing to put yourself out there uh, with the possibility that it won't work out, and then you learn from that, and you continue to grow from that, and you get better from that. So, you know, that's the challenge for our team is, is uh, just to figure out what is it that we have to do to put ourselves as a unit in the best position to have the results that we want. And that's a, you know, I wish it could happen, uh, you know, quicker. I wish it would have happened the other day for us that we would get the results. But at the end of the day, you know, this is a process for us. And we knew that all the way through. Uh, we're, we're trying to put ourselves in position where we can get done what we want to get done on a daily basis. And we have to learn how to go about doing that. Flyers getting ready for Tennessee Tech on Wednesday, and we'll be talking more about that. Also, taking a look at where this team has come, and in some ways it seems like just a few short weeks. In some ways it seems like it's been a, a long season already, uh, but it is really just a small snapshot. It's all coming up. The Anthony Grant Show. We are live at Frickers here on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this 
hours, some streets in the village of Gratis under a boil advisory until further notice. Richard Cardray, the to reportedly announce a run for the Democratic nomination for Ohio tomorrow. And the U.S. Supreme Court rules today the Trump travel ban may be fully enforced for now. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meet weekly. Choose from seminars such as, what's this cloud I keep hearing about? What you didn't know about taxes, adventure travel 2018, artisan bread baking, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or to learn more. That's 229-2347. Three four seven. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Tailgate Terry. Without Tailgate Terry, you wouldn't have cold Bud Lights and seven-layer dip at every pregame. That's 56 layers per season. Just the right amount if you ask Terry. Just don't ask him while he's inflating the eight-foot mascot he blows up for tailgating. Tailgate Terry is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. It's beginning to taste a lot like Frickers. Boneless Frick and Chicken Wings. A festive 50 can be mine for $29.99. And Frickers gift card Santa brings. Enjoy 50 boneless frickin' chicken wings for just $29.99. Carry out only. And when you buy a $25 Frickers gift card, you'll get five frickin' bonus bucks free. Wing in the new year at the Ho Ho Home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. It's beginning to taste a lot like Frickers. Logan Master Appliance, a longtime supporter of UD Athletics, is proud to be a part of the Flyer family since 1886. Visit our showroom today to start planning your new dream kitchen. You'll get prompt, professional service done right the first time with the quality and value we're famous for. Your dream kitchen is within reach at Logan Master Appliance, 2205 South Smithville in Kettering. Logan Master Appliance, serving the Miami Valley for over 100 years. Go Flyers! 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The Heart of the Nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of non-stop basketball action. There can only be one champion. The A-10 Championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. The sound of gunfire, the smell of smoke, the wail of tornado sirens. Everything can change in an instant. And at the end of your day, News Center 7 is there. Broadwood police tell me Wherever and whenever news breaks. Battling the blaze. Our team is on the scene, working to make sense of what's happening in our community. So you have all the information you need for tomorrow. We begin tonight with breaking news. News Center 7 at 11. It's coverage you can count on every night. Mostly cloudy and breezy this evening with winds gusting over 30 miles per hour at times. Then we'll be tracking rain showers overnight tonight, maybe even a few rumbles of thunder as well. Temperatures falling throughout the rest of the night. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar and the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. Hey, we're back here at Frickers on Woodman Drive, your home of Fun Food Sports and Spirits, and the Anthony Grant Show every Monday night during the Flyer basketball season. Uh, uh, Coming up, we're going to have a a little hiatus down the road, just a a programming note of sorts, because uh, obviously we're here tonight. Didn't need to tell you that. Um, and then we're here next week. But the, the, the following week on uh, December 18th, uh, Dayton will already be out 
uh, in the uh, Oakland Bay area for the game against St. Mary's. So we will not be here for that show. The following week is Christmas Day. Um, you, you people really do need to spend time with your families, okay? Um, uh, and, and, and then as well on New Year's Day. And then So we'll have a little bit of hiatus, but uh, uh, Dayton basketball will soldier on, and we'll have certainly lots to talk about uh, once we reconvene uh, in 2018. But we're here tonight, here next week, and um, a couple of big games coming up, uh, home games this week, Tennessee Tech and Penn, then into final exam week, uh, and then it's uh, going to be uh, Georgia State, uh, right before Dayton makes that trip out to St. Mary's. Obviously, uh, a lot of our focus tonight is on the rearview mirror uh, and, and looking back at the, the week that was and a pair of losses uh, to uh, Auburn and then uh, most recently, just last night, a uh, 61-59 loss uh, at Mississippi State. Um, moving forward, um, you, you've had a, a short bench I think every game so far this season to some extent, and uh, that is, again, the situation, at least it was last night with uh, Zerius Williams, and, um, you know, we won't know until Wednesday whether yeah. that'll be the case again. Right, right. So it's, it's still day-to-day -day, uh, with X. We feel like he's getting better. We feel like he's making progress. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, we're going to leave that up to our medical staff, and, and uh, I think the focus is to make sure we do what's in his best interest, what's in the best interest of, of his health, going forward and uh, we'll see where that ends up you know f fans are obviously very aware of a short bench during the course of a game what does a a short bench or just a short roster do for you practice wise well it's challenging to be honest with you and that's that's really you know to me the the, the biggest outside of the games obviously you know in the games you've got your team against the other team but in practice you know when you're trying to either work on your offensive execution or uh, scouting report, it, it forces you to rely on, you know, your scout team, the walk-ons, how effective can they be. Um, it forces you to, to limit uh, the amount of banging that you do um, in relation to getting them prepared for the games but not making sure that you're not uh, either wearing out or potentially uh, – putting the guys that you're going to rely on in the game in a, in a situation where they could get hurt or injured. So it's a lot of mental gymnastics, so to speak, in terms of what you have to do to make sure your team's prepared. And I think um, at this stage we've had, I think, three different starting lineups, uh, some, of them, some of it because of injury, some of it because of a change. So it's just a matter of, of trying to figure out how we can get that group of guys in practice to get reps where they're used to playing with each other, going against good competition, mixing different guys into a rotation so that they all get used to playing with each other. So that's been probably, you know, one, one of the biggest challenges for us um, because we've had different guys out for a variety of different reasons uh, really since we started. You know, Costas uh, missed a lot of time with his knee and then Josh was out for about a week and a half. Uh, obviously, X, X being out, Trey was out there for about a week, so... It's been a variety of different things, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, that's just college athletics in general. You're going to have that's a part of the game, and we understand that. So we've just got to continue to uh, take advantage of the guys that we have and the time that we do have and just find ways that we can continue to grow and get better. I know that's where, uh, you know, walk-ons are really valuable as our grad assistants and even members of the staff. I, could, I can remember some years back in the 2014-15 uh, season when Dayton was down to seven scholarship players, uh, assistant coach Alan Griffin, I think, lost 30 pounds that season. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was back in his, his uh, playing shape at Syracuse because yeah. he had to have so, well, many, so many reps uh, on scout team at point guard. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I, I'll be the first to admit now, some days I look at Ricardo Greer and I'm like, can we get one more year eligibility out of you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He can still play. All right. Uh, okay. This, this Dayton basketball team is, uh, has got a, a stretch coming up where, um, you know, you, you have a chance to get better. I mean, you, you said right after that heartbreaking loss last night, uh, and I thought it was very well said, you didn't get the result you want, but did you be, get, get better as a team? Yes. So now you've got a couple of home games. Finals is, finals is one of those difficult things, I mean, because it's, it's a, that balance of academics and athletics. But at the same time, boy, once finals are done, you've got almost a, a, a basketball retreat with the guys uh, once you get through the holidays. 
this, the next three, four weeks, how critical is this going to be to your season? Well, you know, as you mentioned, obviously the next week or week or two, our guys have got a lot on their plate with the games that we have and the preparations for finals. Uh, so obviously the games this week and then the following week is finals week. So we'll be limited uh, in terms of what we'll do. They'll have a few days where there's no basketball. There's just uh, those guys getting ready to, to finish the academic year strong. Uh, and then after that, um, there's a reason we call it the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> no practice restrictions and we can we can get better as a team so i look forward to that you know where we uh we got we got a chance to really before we get into conference play as we close out the non-conference make sure that we're uh we're fine-tuning the things that we need to do as we prepare for uh the games that we have left in, in non-conference and and for the start of conference i'm fortunate to have been around you guys most recently uh, in Mississippi and before that in Charleston, plus seeing things at practice uh, in home games and what have you. Um, this appears to be a basketball team that likes spending time together. How important is that to being able to, to do anything with them then basketball-wise to get better? Yeah, that's that's huge, you know, and I, and I think we've – I feel really fortunate that we got a great group of guys in that locker room. I get to coach a, a – a group that's high character, that cares about each other, that enjoys being around each other. They have a lot of fun together. I think if you, you hear them on the bus, you know, uh, they're always, you know, singing, uh, talking. They're always together. So that, that's, uh, I think it makes for, especially as much time as you spend together, uh, you know, during the course of a season, it's, it's good when you've got guys that enjoy being around each other. I shared something with Coach Grant uh, here that uh, he is, was not aware of, and, and maybe some of you are who uh, uh, follow social media and what have you, but uh, David Jablonski, my colleague of the Daily News today, had a chance to talk to Jalen Crutcher, uh, the, the freshman uh, point guard who had a terrific game, by the way, uh, last night. And he said that Daryl Davis sent out a group text to every team member apologizing for turning the ball over on the last possession. And so that says a lot about Daryl right there. But maybe what's equally gratifying, if you are a Flyer fan or in the case of Coach Grant, you know, the guy leading these guys, is that to a man they all texted back, said, hey, don't worry about it. We got your back. So that little snippet right there uh, tells me that, first of all, Daryl's come a long way uh, in, in, in just – being the man, and because you know, being the man, it comes, it swings both ways. You know, you can be the hero, or he feels like he was the man. He let his team down, uh, and then the teammates' uh, response to to him. I, I thought that was, uh, I, I thought that was kind of uh, uh, that was that was special. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of it obviously until you made me aware of it. Um, you know, I'll say a couple of things about it. Number one, uh, it didn't come down to to that in terms of. Uh, winning or losing and I told Daryl that after the game and you know the other thing I, I'll tell you is if if we had to do it again uh, I would want the ball in his hands at the end of the game with whatever it was 19 seconds to go uh, with the chance to win it or send it to overtime I trust him uh, I think uh, his teammates trust him we wouldn't have been in that position had he not done uh, some of the things that he did over the course of that game uh, both offensively and defensively 10 defensive rebounds in the game uh, he's always got one of the toughest assignments in terms of, of who his matchup is. Uh, we rely on him a lot in terms of scoring. And, and so I think, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things during the course of the game. And, you know, that's part of what we point out is things that we can do to, to get better. When you, when you talk about a one-possession game, there's a lot of things that happen during the course of the game. The other thing that, that, that we talk a lot about is, is being able to take ownership. And, and we call it being responsible for the actions and outcomes of myself and my teammates and people that I influence. And uh, it's great to see uh, Daryl being able to embrace that. And I think that uh, it just, you know, I think it speaks volumes uh, to his buy-in, his commitment, his understanding of, of uh, you know, what it is to be a senior leader. Uh, so that, that's great to hear. But I, I think at the end of the day, you know, there were thing, a lot of things that, you know, for me as a coach, uh, and for every player on our team, we should all look at and say, you know, how do we get better? How do we, how do we use that experience to say what can we do differently if and when that situation presents itself to us again? All right. Uh, the Dayton Flyers uh, learning on the fly and getting ready for Tennessee Tech and 
Penn this week. Two big games. We'll preview those coming up as we continue. It is the Anthony Grant Show, and we are live here at Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 731. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story, some streets in the village of Gratis under a boil advisory until further notice. Richard Cordray to reportedly announce a run for the Democratic nomination for Ohio governor tomorrow. And our top story, the U.S. Supreme Court rules today the Trump travel ban may now be fully enforced, but only for now. Rain gussy winds all moving in tonight. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic got a crash on Miamisburg Centerville Road in my in Washington Township. The freeway is looking all clear. Checking out southbound 75 at Timber Lane to 675. That's a 14-mile drive. You can drive that in 14 minutes. And it's our top story on Capitol Hill. The Supreme Court allows full enforcement of President Trump's travel ban while legal challenges still play out. Now that the justices have spoken, appeals courts in Virginia and California will hear arguments this week. Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg dissented, saying they would have left lower court rulings in place. Fox's uh, Steve Rappaport says the most recent travel ban applies to six majority Muslim countries, while lower court rulings say that those with a legitimate relation in the U.S. should be allowed to enter. The ban who ran for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau formally announces his campaign for Ohio governor tomorrow. The Associated Press quotes a source as saying Richard Cordray will make the announcement in his hometown of Grove City. Cordray is viewed as the Democrats' best chance of taking back the governorship in a critical swing state, but his resignation from the Consumer Financial Protection Board led to a power vacuum. Fox's Roger Stern, state and national Republicans have maintained steady attacks on his record. Now let's get a look at our weather forecast from meteorologist Brett Collar. Strong gusty winds, maybe over 30 miles per hour are expected tonight. So if you have any holiday decorations that could blow around easily, such as those inflatables, you may want to bring those in this evening. I'm your meteorologist Brett Collar and the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows rain moving into the northern Miami Valley County, seeing most of that sticking above I, uh, north of I-70, I should say, at this time. Starting to see some more rain starting to creep across the Indiana line. 60 degrees right now in Troy, 56 in Springfield, 58 here in Dayton at 734. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin, back from traveling with the Dayton Flyers on the road to Mississippi, and with me, as always, was my pillow. My pillow, go anywhere pillow. I take it with me when I travel, put it over top of the hotel pillow, and then I sleep great night after night, home and away. I've been sleeping so much better with my pillow for the past two years. I really enjoy sharing my good story with you and encourage you to start sleeping better by making a change to my pillow. And I put my money where my mouth is. I buy my pillow as Christmas gifts for the people I love. Two years in a row now, I am buying my pillow for the people that I want to have a great night's sleep just like me. Well, you can too and take advantage of the best offer ever from my pillow. It's simple buy one, get one free. Go to my pillow. Com, click on the buy one, get one free special and use the promo code WHIO. If you'd like to call, you can 1-800-320-1481. Ask for the buy one, get one free special. And again, use the promo code WHIO. I know you and someone you love will love my pillow. You're listening to the Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back uh, to Frickers, your home of fun, food, sports, and spirits, and of the Anthony Grant Show. Every uh, Monday night during the Flyer basketball season, as uh, Dayton coming off a pair of losses last week, uh, one at home uh, to Auburn, and then one on the road uh, at Mississippi State. Uh, and, and in both cases, uh, Dayton dealing with some, some, some issues that rose their ugly head in both games. Uh, we've talked about the turnovers, and we alluded to the foul trouble. And you've got, um, I mean, two guys in particular. One guy very inexperienced, and and you almost expect him 
to make the, quote, dumb fouls. But then, you know, Josh Cunningham, a very experienced guy, is getting in foul trouble, and, and, and I don't know that I don't know that you can compare his foul trouble and Costa's foul trouble as being equals. Like you said, no turnovers are equal. Yeah. I guess foul trouble isn't equal either. Well, the, the, the one thing about it is we need both of those guys to be on the floor. We're a better team, obviously, when we, when we have those guys uh, out there and, and impacting the game in the way that they can. Uh, obviously, you know, with Josh, uh, he does so many things for us, both offensively and defensively. He's been, you know, a guy that's, I think, been really, really consistent for us. And we're a different team you know, when he's not on the floor. And obviously, as you mentioned with Costas, he's still learning the game. He's figuring out what he can and can't do. And I, I thought a couple of his fouls uh, the other night were, were just, you know, just young, uh, inexperienced. He tried to block a shot when he should have been vertical and then left his feet on, uh, on the defensive end one time when he just needed to wall up. And, you know, those are things that, that we rehearse. We try to rehearse every day in practice and talk about every day that, you know, he's still learning the nuances of it. I thought... You know, for Josh, I thought he got just a couple of uh, 50-50 calls that could have gone either way that, that, that got him in some foul trouble. But, you know, um, that that's a part of the process of understanding that, you know, our team needs you to be available and be on the floor. And obviously getting both of those guys with three fouls in the first half um, the other day kind of set us back a little bit. You know, and, and then Josh comes out second half. It was almost as if he said, well, you know what, the heck with it. I'm just going to play. Doesn't even pick up that fourth yeah. foul, and he has a terrific second half. And is the reason why you're right in there at the end. Yeah, and we talked about it at, at the half that, you know, we needed those guys to come out and, and, you know, not worry about things that they couldn't control and needed to play. And I, and I thought both of them tried to come out and do that. Obviously, Costas picked up his fourth uh, there uh, early in the second half and, uh, you know, the lineup that we had in the game I felt like was going well, so we stuck with it. But, um, you know, those are part of the, of, the, of the learning lessons that we have to go through. And hopefully, um, you know, as, as we progress, both of those guys will understand and, and get better at keeping themselves on the floor. And then I've also got to look at the things that we're doing in terms of man zone or matchups and things like that to make sure that we keep those guys available and on the floor. All right, we are here at Frickers on Woodman Drive for the Anthony Grant Show, and we've got the Bud Light mic available for the folks here. Tom, step on up. you got a question for Coach. Yeah, hi, hi Coach. Hey, I, I thought it was great that uh, Jalen Crutcher had a great game in front of his family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, something that uh, they'll never forget and he'll never forget, and uh, uh, it's just a terrific thing. Uh, will we play uh, Mississippi State again? Is that a two-year two, two home-and-home deal or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, let me comment about about Jalen. Sure. I, I've uh, I've experienced that, and I can tell you that's that's a difficult thing to do. You know, when you go home for the first time, especially as a freshman, starting his first game on the road, and then you turn around and there's uh, I don't know twenty to forty of his family and friends there in the stands, and and that can be a little intimidating. I thought he handled himself really well, and neither Jalen nor our team in the first half really performed well. And then to be able to come out and still have the poise and the presence of mind to go out and have the second half that he had, I thought it spoke volumes of, of the competitor that he is and, and the player I think that he's, he's evolving into with, uh, with every game, with every experience that he gets. So, you know, I, th I thought that was, that was really good. And the Mississippi State, uh, we're home and home with them and Auburn. So next year we'll go to Auburn and then Mississippi State will come here. I, I think it was really good this week that our, our players learned just how strong you've got to be uh, in, you know, big-time big college basketball and how fast the players are and how fast the total game moves. I think that's good for the young guys especially to learn that. Yeah, I think the other thing in regards to that is I think if you asked our guys, um, you know, today or, or yesterday uh, – you know, with as much change as we've had, obviously with the senior class that graduated and guys in different roles and even some guys that, that, that played and were a part of the success that the programs enjoyed over the last several years, their roles are completely different. You know, what's expected of Daryl Davis now is completely different than any other time in his career. And obviously Josh Cunningham was, was you know, I think he played six, six games yeah. last year. Yeah, sure. Uh, so their roles are completely different, and then you mix in the freshmen. But I think they would tell you um, both of those games are games that, that we look at and say were very winnable games and that, uh, 
you know, I think it's even though we didn't get the results we wanted, I think we walked away uh, with a positive outlook in terms of what our team uh, could be capable of uh, once we, we learn to do the things that, that we need to do to put ourselves in position to win those games. Coach, one more thing I'll ask you about is two guys that haven't played, and I'm sure you know they won't play this year. Is one of them is Obadiah Toppin, and then the other one is Ryan Mikesell. Um, how's Ryan's health, and yeah. how's he coming? I'm really excited about both of those guys. Ryan is, is, is uh, I think, every day uh, continuing to get better. I think it's probably been uh, about a couple of weeks where uh, he's been non-contact back on the floor with our guys, and I think it's great for Ryan, you know, because it's, it's, you, know, you think about it, it's been really difficult for him. And he's a guy that uh, on our team is, is one of the leaders. You know, even though he's not playing, his voice, his maturity, his understanding of what goes into winning, you know, he's been a part of a lot of success here as well. And uh, so we need that out of him. And I think uh, him being back on the floor, sweating with the guys, uh, getting himself back in physical shape, continuing to rehab, uh, the surgeries, uh, the hips, uh, you know, and getting them where they need to be. I think he's excited. Uh, we're very cautious to make sure that we don't rush anything with him. So uh, we'll, we'll continue to follow what the doctors are saying. But I think he's, he's, uh, he's progressing really well, and I think he's feeling good about uh, the progress that he's making. And then Obadiah Topping, obviously, is an academic redshirt this year. He's able to practice, and I think, uh, you know, he's got a tremendous upside. I think, uh, you know, I think if you ask our guys his impact in practice, uh, there are days where, you know, he looks, he looks really, really good just in terms of what he's able to bring. So uh, I think, to me, one of his biggest assets is, is he loves to play. He's a, he's a competitor. He, he loves to work. He, loves to, he, he knows how to play hard, you know, and that's a skill in itself, so to speak. And at six foot nine, with, with what he brings to the table, we're excited about the future with him as well. Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks, Tom. And uh, Coach Grant alluded to the difficulty of going back home and playing in front of family and friends. And, he does have some personal experience, and he did that his senior year going to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. 16 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Not bad, not bad. And Dayton won. I know you're lying. I know you're lying, Coach. I see. All I right. appreciate it. Okay. It made, I, an listen, made, it made an impression upon me. If I could turn red right now, I would. <laughs> All right, Dayton's got two games this week, Tennessee Tech Wednesday and uh, also got Penn coming in Saturday. We're going to talk a little bit about them, but more so about this Dayton Flyer basketball team as we continue the Anthony Grant Show. We're live from Frickers on Woodman Drive. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know the top stories we're following this hour. Rain moving into the Miami Valley tonight, followed by colder temperatures this week. Cops asking for your help in finding answers behind a fight at Caddy's this weekend that resulted in one person shot. And Democrats and Republicans will have to work to prevent a government shutdown by the end of the week. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin inviting you to join me this summer in Italy. YMT Vacations 10-Day Bella Italia Tour. On June 14th, we'll fly from Dayton to Rome, the Eternal City. We'll see some of the most famous sites in the world there, including the Colosseum and Sistine Chapel. Then it's on to Pisa with its famous Leaning Tower, Michelangelo's hometown of Florence, the canals of Venice. You'll even see the Romeo and Juliet balcony in Verona. A fully guided tour, wonderful Italian food, Stunning sights, lots of history, and of course, great company. What are you waiting for? The price is right. $29.48 per person. This includes air, taxes, hotels, some meals, all the guided tours, no hidden costs, no extra fees. Call today, 1-800-716-1757, 800-716-1757, and get your spot reserved today. We're going to Italy this summer. I don't want you to miss out. So call 1-800-716-1757 today. Today. 
helping you get to work and get home for over three decades. He gives traffic reports that are helpful. He's been my favorite for many years. Great traffic reports and a person of trust and authority. Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowron. Hear him update traffic every six minutes during Miami Valley's morning news, where you can also get weather every six minutes from Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning. I trust her weather reports. She always has weather reports that help me plan my day. I love how energetic she is. Knowledgeable. Excellent weather reporter. She's very informative. Count on Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zontini with a forecast you can depend on right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Morgan Freeman, executive producer of the documentary The C Word. And I'm here to tell you that defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. You, the patients, taking part in clinical trials. You, the scientists, doing next-level research to beat cancer. You, the doctors who care for everyone. Let's be the breakthrough. To learn about screenings and clinical trials, go to standuptocancer.org forward slash breakthrough. Please talk to your healthcare provider about appropriate screenings and clinical trials. We all need clean water, but in too many of our communities, pollution threatens drinking water supplies, threatens the places where we swim, fish, and paddle. If we stand up together, we will ensure our children and grandchildren can enjoy a future of clean water and healthy rivers. Rivers are resilient. All they need is a fighting chance. Visit AmericanRivers.org slash clean water to find out how you can make a difference. Mostly cloudy and breezy this evening with winds gusting over 30 miles per hour at times. And we'll be tracking rain showers overnight tonight. Maybe even a few rumbles of thunder as well. Temperatures falling throughout the rest of the night. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar and the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to The Anthony Grant Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now, back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Hey, welcome back here to Frickers on Woodman Drive. Uh, we're here every Monday night, 7 8. Talk a little Dayton basketball on The Anthony Grant Show. Got a great crowd here on hand. They've all got something to eat and drink. They've enjoyed themselves tonight. And wherever you are in Flyer Nation, we appreciate you sharing some time with us as well here on this Monday evening. Dayton is back home and will be for a bit. They'll be hosting Tennessee Tech Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, and uh, you've had a, a chance to just kind of take a brief look at them uh, coming off of uh, all the preparation, getting ready for Mississippi State. Uh, from what you've seen so far, uh, what can you tell us about Tech? Well, I know a little bit. Um, one of our assistants, James Kane, has the scout, and uh, we talked a little bit before I came over. They're 7-2. and two off to a really good start. Um, I think one of the more experienced teams in college basketball this year, they got a veteran group, uh, uh, a team that uh, has shot the ball really well from the perimeter, uh, got some good size and, and athleticism on, on their squad. So uh, I'll learn a little bit more about them tonight. I'll, I'll get uh, a little bit more film in. And, you know, as we, uh, as we go into tomorrow, I'll know a little bit more, but it should be a, a great challenge. And, We'll have to play well, obviously, uh, as always, you know, to try to come out with the victory. You know, sidetracking things a bit, but when you mentioned uh, James Kane, I know that both he uh, and, and Anthony Solomon uh, were logging some frequent flyer yeah. miles here this past week. Um, gosh, uh, they, each one of them mentioned about three or four cities that they had been to to watch guys play uh, from the end of the Auburn game uh, on uh, on Wednesday to the tip off against Mississippi State, so it's yeah. that time of year where you yeah, got to take care of this business. But you got to do, you know, it's like what's the old saying about recruiting? Uh, no, it's, it's like it's like shaving. You got to do it every day, or else you yeah. look like a bump. Uh, <laughs> so true. Uh, it is that time of year, obviously, with the high school season starting. Uh, our guys are very active, you know, going out there and, and uh, you know seeing what's out there and just whether it's the, you know, guys for the 18 class, 19 class, younger guys, uh, you know, we, we got to make sure that we're uh, doing a, our due diligence, so to speak, to uh, know who the players are, make sure we have the relationships built and uh, see what, uh, what we can do to make sure we're, we're progressing our program, you know, in the future for the guys that we add and, and or the guys that we're thinking about adding. So those guys have been been really busy. And, you know, as a college coach, you wear a lot of hats. 
you know, in terms of uh, the things that you have to do, whether it's recruiting or player development or scouting or, you know, in-game coaching. There's a lot of different things that uh, our guys excel at, and, uh, you know, we've got a great staff of guys to do it. You've been in this game for a long time, and, and obviously the summers with the AAU, it's, a, it's always a great chance to go to one spot, see lots of guys all at one time, all in one place. But is watching a player in a high school setting in some ways a better evaluation tool than it is seeing them in an AAU tournament? Uh, it could be from the standpoint of, of uh, getting to know the people, you know, that deal with that athlete on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's the high school coach, uh, uh, the counselor, uh, just different coaches in the, in the school. Uh, there's, there's value to it, but uh, I think sometimes the thing that you get when you, when you have the AAU events in the summer is uh, the talent level on the court that they're going against sometimes is better than what you may see at a high school. Sometimes you go to a high school game and, uh, you know, it may be a lopsided game, you know, either for or against the, the person that you're coming to see based on the caliber of talent that they have around them. So it can be difficult, but I think from a relationship standpoint and from just a familiarity standpoint, them seeing you and, and expressing interest, I think those, those, it's a great opportunities. We, we talked a little bit about, uh, about Jalen Crutcher and his performance uh, uh, on, on last night. Uh, going back home, had uh, 35 people there from Memphis that made the trip down. Um, the thing that impressed me about what he did is not on the stat sheet, and, and really for – for the most part, I've seen um, the same type of, uh, of poise from your young guys in that, um, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, Auburn and Mississippi State, that everyone thinks of them as being winnable games. And I think uh, to a man, those guys think, oh, I belong on the same floor with these guys. You know, hey, I'm in the right. This is not too big for me. I saw a lot of confidence in, in Jalen last night. Yeah, I think um... – all our guys, really, you know, I, I think there's an expectation for what our program represents. And, you know, we, we talked a lot about Daryl and, you know, Daryl's seen a lot of winning here. You know, he's won championships, uh, had a lot of success against the Power Five conferences. So I don't think anybody on our roster is looking at it and saying, you know, that that's not something that uh, either we're capable of or really for a lot of our guys, it's the reason they came to Dayton. Uh, to play in those type of environments and those type of games. And at the end of the day, for us to be the program that we know we can be uh, and that we aspire to be, uh, you know, we've got to be able to not only uh, have a confidence level that we can win, but we've got to be able to go out and win those games. And I think that's the expectation. I know it is for myself and our staff, and I believe it is for all the players on our roster. Doug Housechild, Sports Information Director, had a great line last night. He said uh, for some guys on the state and basketball team, it was the first time they had to play a game in front of fewer than 1,000 Dayton fans <laughs> um, because it was either a home game uh, or down in, in Charleston. And uh, there was a nice contingent of fans yeah. that, that followed, the, not, and not just all related to Jalen Crutcher, uh, that, that, that followed the team there uh, at Mississippi State. But what was, I think, uh, you know, one of those takeaways, and, and we'll, we'll know the value maybe months from now of that comeback uh, taking place at a time when their crowd became energized. Uh, and they did it despite the fact that a home crowd was trying to, to get behind that team. Yeah, and I, and I think, again, it shows the, the toughness. We're, we're a young group in a lot of ways, but I think uh, it's a group that really feeds off of our veterans. You know, obviously with, with Daryl and, and, and Josh, I think there's a, there's a leadership there. There's a... Uh, a competitiveness there that I think our team feeds off of. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue to need those guys to show our young guys the way. All right. Uh, Bud Light Mike available. Step on up. You got a question for Coach. Yeah, quick question. Um, uh, obviously, in the first half yesterday, um, you had some foul trouble. And I'm wondering how Jordan Pierce is progressing. He saw a little bit of time, but just curious as to how his progression is and um, if we can expect to see him here moving forward on the court. Yeah, great question. I thought – you know, obviously Jordan, uh, of the freshmen, has been the guy that ha hadn't had an opportunity to play, and I think he's the guy, uh, being honest, is probably the furthest away in terms of uh, 
being able to have the type of impact maybe that some of our freshmen, other freshmen have had. He's also a guy that is, has been behind the Josh Cunningham and, and the Costas and Zarius and some other guys, Monte. Those guys are just more advanced at this stage. But I thought he came in last night and he played well in the minutes that he gave us. I thought his presence on the offensive end, rolling to the rim, he draws attention with his size. You know, I think uh, uh, he's a guy that I think as he learns uh, college basketball, as he continues to develop his body, as he uh, continues to develop his understanding of, of uh, our system, both offensively and defensively, I think he's got a tremendous upside. You know, in regards to his opportunity as we move forward, you know, it's something that as a coach I have to look at with the foul trouble that we've been getting in and some of the issues that we've had. You know, uh, we talk about it all the time that he has to be ready. You know, so for myself and our staff, it's just a daily uh, process of, of making sure that uh, he continues to improve, he continues to get better. And, um, you know, I can't predict what the future holds, but he needs to be ready uh, for an opportunity should it present itself. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Anthony Grant show here on the, the home of the Flyers and here uh, at Frickers on, uh, on, on Woodman Drive, uh, Tennessee Tech on Wednesday, uh, Penn on Saturday. Uh, probably not going to get into any uh, X and O details of a scouting report, just a team coming in out of the Ivy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that they're expected to contend for the title this year, maybe somewhere in the middle of the pack. Don't know a lot about them right now. More about us. Okay, you know what? That's that's. You know what? I I think that could be the mantra all the way up until the day before the Duquesne game, when uh, when the conference play begins, because really, all of this does lead up to that. It's all about getting ready for the Atlantic yeah, Ten. That's exactly right. All right. Uh, well, two games this week. You'll hear them here on the home of the Flyers, uh, starting with Tennessee Tech on Wednesday night. A seven o'clock tip-off. Expanded pregame coverage will begin at six, and then we've got uh, Penn coming in on Saturday afternoon. We're back here next Monday night to kick off finals week for the guys, and uh, we'll be talking Dayton basketball with you as we'll be back here at Frickers on Woodman Drive for the next edition of the Anthony Grant Show. On behalf of our engineer producer tonight, Javon Pippins, the coach, Anthony Grant, I'm Larry Hanskin. Have a great week, everybody, and go Flyers. The Anthony Grant Show, live from Frickers on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.